0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first ever podcast for Adventures in Death Care. I am your host and founder, Herman Reyes, and first and foremost, I'd like to tell you that this podcast is actually the second episode, but it's really the first due to the fact that I really didn't... I wanted to be original in the way that I record, and when I found myself editing the other podcast... It just, I, death is not a beautiful thing and neither should a podcast be. So I don't really want to edit these podcasts when I record them. So here it is again. I want to talk about a few things that have been asked for me to answer. The first question is obviously, what is Adventures in Death Care? Adventures in Death Care is what I like to call a Death Care Informational Collective. It is basically a place where funeral profess, uh, professionals, even professors if they choose to, and other industry experts can share their expertise, anecdotes, and other helpful information that they have towards the other professionals who don't have that information or just the public within itself. I believe that the death care industry is a huge industry that has kind of a dark curtain surrounding it, not because of the fact that there are secrets that are to be kept, but because death here in the United States is a very denied thing. We are a very death denying society, and it's kind of sad for those who work with death and are a part of this industry. So that's what Adventures in Death Care is for me. It is just a place where I can inform everyone, hey, these are some cool things that go on in the industry. These are some cool stories that I've had to deal with. And this is my view on what death is. And like I said, it is an informational collective, so... Hopefully in the future, more and more people that I know within the industry will start being featured on Adventures in Death Care. Right now, I have the main site, which is Tumblr hosted, adventuresindeathcare.tumblr.com, if you'd like to follow. I also do have an Instagram where I post some pictures. Uh, Lately, I've been doing some memes, some Death Care memes, because... Sometimes life gets too overwhelming to put a lot of posts up on Tumblr. I'm t- I'm telling you they're coming, but they never do. It's because life really just it's it's not viable for me to do them right now. So that's how I keep people updated. I believe I have more followers on my Instagram page than I do on my actual Tumblr. But you know what? I told myself I'm only going to do adventures in death care if someone could get something out of it. And I've had many responses telling me, hey, this story really helped me. Or I didn't look at death different. I didn't look at death a certain way until I read something that you posted. And if I I did that to more than one person hey, my job here is done. I'm just going to keep doing what I want to do. So for this podcast is another way for me to talk to you guys. If you're interested, if you're listening, one of the topmost questions that I get is how do you become a funeral director slash embalmer? How do you enter this realm, this death care industry, or the funeral service industry, whatever you like to call it? And my question, it's my answer to this question, it's it's a very convoluted thing to answer due to the fact that every state is completely different. I live in the state of California where licensing requirements for a funeral director is very, very liberal. I'm going to use that term liberal Due to the fact that you really do not need to have a funeral director's license to um, become a funeral director. You just need a course or what the Cemetery and Funeral Bureau likes to call training about what to do and what not to do in regards to the statutes and uh, legislations and all that legal gander. But anyway, um, if you have any questions about a specific state, please let me know because I won't know what questions you have specifically unless you ask them. So what I'm going to tell you about is how to become a funeral director or an embalmer in the state of California. If you want to know how to open your own home funeral home establishment in California, that's really quick and easy. Um, all you need to do is have a permanently fixed address with four walls and a roof, a licensed funeral director to man the funeral home, complete the cemetery and funeral bureau from the department of consumer affairs's application. And hopefully you can apply for your own funeral establishment. Now we'll get to the licensing requirements of what a funeral director is and what they do according to California law. Now, according to the Cemetery and Funeral Bureau, a funeral director prepares for the transportation, burial, or disposal of human remains, directs and supervises others who perform those functions, maintains an establishment for the transportation disposition of care of human remains, may use in connection with his or her name the words funeral director, undertaker, mortician, or similar title, and must be employed by or be the proprietor of a licensed funeral establishment. Please keep in mind what I just said. If you ever meet someone who tells you they're a funeral director or they're a mortician, but they don't have the FDR license, nor are they employed by a licensed funeral establishment, according to California law, they have committed a misdemeanor, which is kind of crazy. Also remember in this little description of what a funeral director is, I never said or uttered the word embalming. California is a mutant state because we have what's known as dual licensing, which means that a funeral director and an embalmer are two different licensed people. A person can have both licenses, but they're two separate licenses, whereas other states, they're one and the same. Now, to be eligible to apply for licensure as a funeral director, you must meet the following requirements. Be 18 or older possess an associate in arts or associate a science, uh, in science degree or equivalent, and have committed no acts or crimes constituting grounds for denial of licensure under Section 480 of the Business and Professions Code. My my understanding of Section 480 of the Business and Professions Code is you cannot have been convicted in, uh, uh, in regards to money laundering or anything that has to deal with money due to the fact that In the industry, we deal with a lot of trusts and accounts and such. So if you've been convicted of these crimes, you wouldn't be able to get licensed as a funeral director. The second point, uh, possess an associate in arts or associate in science degree or equivalent. What that means is if you have attended college and it doesn't even have to be a major that you finished It can be anywhere from underwater basket weaving to ceramics. If you have 60 completed units of college credit, you are eligible to take the FDR exam to get your FDR license. And if you are employed by a licensed funeral establishment, you will be known as a funeral director. What this test includes is basically knowing what the business and profession code is what the health and safety code is everything that has to deal with handling deceased human remains. I know right now that the test is 100 questions and the minimum passing in order to pass this exam, you have to get 70 out of the 100, right? That it, that changes geographically as you move around California. But right now, What I know is the majority of it is at 70. You have to score at least a 70% to pass this. Now, let's say you don't want to just be a funeral director. You want to be an embalmer. There are several ways to, well, there aren't several ways to be an embalmer, but there are certain ways that you can take to become an embalmer. So let me tell you what the cemetery and funeral bureau, defines as an embalmer. An embalmer is an individual who is duly qualified to disinfect or preserve dead human bodies by the injection or external application of antiseptics, disinfectants, or preservative fluids, prepare human bodies for transportation in cases where death was caused by contagious or infectious diseases, Use derma surgery or plastic art for restoring mutilated features, and who is duly licensed as an embalmer under the laws of the state of California. To be eligible for licensure as an embalmer, you must meet the following requirements. Be 18 or older. Have committed no acts or crimes constituting grounds for denial of licensure under Section 480 of the Business and Professions Code have completed at least two years of apprenticeship under an embalmer licensed and engaged in practice as an embalmer in this state in a funeral establishment where Which shall have been approved for apprentices by the Bureau, and while so apprentice, shall have assisted in embalming not fewer than 100 human remains, provided, however, that a person who has been licensed and has practiced as an embalmer for a minimum of three years within the seven years preceding his or her application in any other state or country, and whose license has never been suspended or revoked for an ethical conduct, shall not be required to serve any apprenticeship in his state. Have graduated from a mortuary science program approved by the Bureau and accredited by the American Board of Funeral Service Education or its equivalent as determined by the Bureau and furnished official transcripts from that program or equivalent. Passed the science section of the national examination administered by the International Conference of Funeral Service Examining Boards or its equivalent as determined by the Bureau and pass an examination administered by the Bureau on the state's laws and the rules and regulations of the Bureau, including those sections of the Health and Safety Code which pertain to the funeral industry. Now, I know what I just said was a mouthful. You're probably like, what the hell did you just say? Well, let me give it to you straight. To become an embalmer, you have to attend mortuary school first and foremost. You cannot get a license without having attended and graduated from an approved institution um, that is accredited by the American Board of Funeral Service Education. Here in California, we have two accredited institutions. There is Cypress College, the one where I recently graduated from in Orange County, and there's one in Sacramento American River College. They both have funeral service and mortuary science programs, but you can go to the American Board of Funeral Service Education website and see that there are online programs that people can take. One of the, very, um, one of the more noteworthy programs that people like to take if they don't want to go physically to school is the Arapahoe program at Arapahoe, Colorado. Although to do your embalmings, you would have to fly out to Colorado and complete your training there. In order to become an embalmer, you must have also completed a two-year apprenticeship, meaning that for two years, you are an indentured servant under your supervising embalmer. Within two years, you have had to have embalmed 100 decedents under supervision, and your embalmer must have signed off on them, your supervising embalmer. After you do that and you've graduated mortuary school, you can finally take the test. Now, the embalmers exam is very, very alike to the funeral director licensing exam because they um, pertain to the same laws. It is always kind of recommended. I know my professors recommended that if anyone is to do their FDR and embalming licensure exams that they do one after the other because they're essentially the same now to become an apprentice embalmer you and an apprentice embalmer is an individual who is studying embalming under the instruction and supervision of a licensed embalmer who has had at least two years practical experience as a California licensed embalmer To be eligible for registration as an apprentice embalmer, you must meet the following requirements. Be 18 or older, be a high school graduate or equivalent, have committed no acts or crimes constituting grounds for denial of licensure under Section 480 of the Business and Profession Code. Provide one of the following. Number one, proof showing completion of a high school course. Two, Evidence that you have been licensed and have practiced as an embalmer for a minimum of three years within the seven years preceding your application in any other state or country and that the license has never been suspended or revoked for an ethical conduct or number three graduation from a mortuary science program approved by the Bureau and accredited by the American Board of Funeral Service Education, or its equivalent, as determined by the Bureau and furnished official transcripts from that program or equivalent. Now, what a lot of people do is they attend mortuary school and after they graduate, they will then begin to serve their apprenticeship. Now, a lot of the lucky, there are those lucky few that get an apprenticeship before going to mortuary school. So as soon as they graduate mortuary school and they pass the science portion of their national board exams, they can immediately take the embalmer's licensing exam and be a an licensed embalmer. Like I said, those are lucky fuse, but um, where I live at now, which is Bakersfields, California, That is not unheard of for people to complete their apprenticeship and then go to school. Whereas where I came from, Southern California, it's usually the other way around. Now, like I said, to become a funeral director, you do not need mortuary school. It is sad to say you only need 60 units. If you really want to become an embalmer and work in the prep room, you would have to attend mortuary school or if you don't want to attend, you'd have to complete a course online. But other than that, that is technically how you become a funeral director or an embalmer in the state of California. Now, like I said, California is a very mutant state because these are the most low standards Lowest of standards that this state has. There are other states where in order to be a funeral director, you'd have to have a bachelor's degree at minimum. There are some states where they won't even allow people to do removals of deceased human remains without a bachelor's degree. But in California, you'd be amazed at how many people do removals of deceased human remains but they have had no education, nor do they plan to ever go to mortuary school. Because, let's face it, sometimes doing removals, they're they're quick money-getters. Some removal companies pay by the body, or they pay by the hour. It depends. More than likely, it's going to be by the body. Well, that answers the question of how do I become a funeral director or an embalmer in the state of California? If you have any other questions, as as to other states, let me know. You can email me at adventuresindeathcare at gmail.com. And I will love to figure that out for you. If you have any questions about mortuary school, out in a near episode, I'm going to tell you about mortuary school. I also plan to have guest speakers to be hosting well, not even hosting, but there'll be guests starring in a podcast. Um, I know a lot of companies, some removal companies, some, some, oh my gosh, what's the word? Some procurement companies. I have friends in a lot of companies who would love to kind of give you some knowledge or tell you what they do in the industry. And again, this is what Adventures in Death Care is. It's, bringing people together from an industry to share to those that want to know more. And if you don't want to know more, why not? Death is a beautiful thing. It's a scary thing, but we're all going to die one day. We're all going to decay. We are decaying at this very instant. Nobody is immortal here. And if so, you must have found the Sorcerer's Stone. But again, I'm Herman. This was the first episode of Adventures in Death Care. If you have any questions, again, my email address is Deathcare at gmail.com. And please check out my Tumblr at adventuresindeathcare.tumblr.com and Instagram, adventuresindeathcare. Until then, memento mori.